Welcome to Relationships as Spiritual Practice, Bridging the Secular and Spiritual, with your host, Lachelle Lowe-Chardet, founder of Mindful Compassionate Dialogue and Wiseheart PDX. Hello, and thank you for being with us here today. I am very happy that we have special guests today, Matthew Letterman and Alona Holday. And um, we're gonna we're gonna dive in. They've recently written a book and published a book, and well, it's not just a book, right? It's never just a book. It's a vision for the world and an invitation for us to find new ways to transform and heal and live a joyful life. So hi, Matt and Alona. Thanks for being here. Hello. Uh, hello, hello. We can hold up the book. I don't know which screen. Yeah. Wellness and their book wonderful. is Wellness to Wonderful. Yeah. What, what do you all want to say to just kind of orient our listeners to what is this all about, this book and your vision? Yeah, this book has been kind of a, a work in progress for us and, and a long time coming. And it really comes from, you know, Matt and I have, it's, it's like a blessing and a curse, I would say, like a curiosity around how to experience life to the fullest. You know, what can optimize, it started with what can optimize our internal health and well-being, you know, yeah. so a lot of energy around nutrition and activity uh-huh. and sleep and optimizing those things. And those, you know, as those got optimized, we, it still wasn't exactly, didn't fit exactly what we were looking for. And the question became, well, how do we experience more joy in life? How does life become wonderful? Mm-hmm. And I I like to think like in a world of infinite possibilities, why can't life be wonderful? Hey, yeah. I like that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it can. And then it and then the question was, well, how do we make it wonderful? And as we thought through, um, we came up with nine pillars of our practice and each one contributes to that state of life is wonderful yeah and it's and it's really about how you show up in relation to those pillars as a framework versus you have to get those pillars to look a certain way yeah yeah and that's a big transition because people are used to saying tell me what to do tell me how to be so that i can be better happier heal and it's a, it's a totally different paradigm yeah thank you for that because we're yeah and the name of our podcast here is relationship as a spiritual practice and when we talk about spiritual practice we recognize that just moving the furniture around (laughs) is not the road to happiness so it's not about mm, making your life look a certain way it's about a deep sense of how do I want to direct my attention? What habits do I want to cultivate? How do I want to even perceive life so that I can learn and evolve from joy? And just really, really loving and sinking into what you said, Alona, about what if you didn't say it this way, but this is what I heard. <laughs> 
what if we could evolve and learn to love more fully, more deeply, and enjoy our lives without the lessons of suffering being quite so frequent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Living in that state of, of wonderful. And you know, what's lovely is when we can tend to, you know, these nine pillars and kind of have awareness around them, there's a real sense of empowerment. And there's even in celebration, it's easy to find that empowerment, but that empowerment exists even in suffering or mornings or challenging sure. times, because sure. we trust our our own sense of self and we have tools and skills that we know can you know, help us get through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so in these nine pillars, you're you're offering an invitation for particular skills. You want to say a little more fully how each p- pillar is made? Absolutely, absolutely. So our model is an infinity loop. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because there is a flow, because all of them are connected to one another and there is interdependence in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts the center, though, it starts with the self. Mm-hmm. And that's really at the core is getting in touch with ourselves and how we want to experience our life. Mm-hmm. And we have what we call the internal world, which is things that we can optimize on our own, things like sleep and activity, nutrition and play. Mm-hmm. And when we can optimize those, we feel resourced enough to then address and connect with our outside world, with our family and our friends, our work, you know, the meaning and purpose in our work. Um, spirituality, really connecting to a greater world around us, not feeling alone and finding that interdependence. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the natural world that that we live in. Mm -hmm. And even with just that first part, like you say, the things we can more easily influence, you didn't say it that way, I can't remember, but optimize sleep and play and rest. I think a lot of people would hear that as that is way beyond what most people can do. (laughs) Oh, nutrition was the other thing he said with that sentence. Like that in itself is hugely challenging for most people. And it doesn't help that we live in a capitalist world in which there's this whole entire system that's pushing almost the very opposite of that. What what do you have in there that you think will help people open the door to more agency given the systems that we live in and the conditioning we've all grown up with? Yeah, and that's a that's a great question. One of the things that we invite people to do is to change the currency in which they define their life, right? We do live in a in an environment right now that supports this concept of more, more is better, having more status, yeah. having more money, having more, 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 but we yeah. don't even know what more means. And yeah. chasing more is a never ending game. You just keep chasing that. Yeah. And so what if the currency changed to be around joy? living with that meaning and purpose and agency and empowerment and coming from a place of choice 
Mm-hmm. Right. And the idea behind, you know, the idea maybe is not even optimization, but is awareness and tending to these needs that can contribute to that state of life is wonderful. And I think what happens is so many of us, you know, are in this survival mode hamster wheel and we feel just depleted and depressed and we want something different, but we don't know how to, how to even begin attaining it. Yeah. And that's where the nine pillars are that are hopefully can provide a little bit of an anchor on, you know, if we can tend to these, if we can have awareness around these, and if we can begin to take steps, even if they're small steps mm-hmm. in giving these attention, we can increase the likelihood of living and getting to that state of life is wonderful. So what if we name the nine pillars? And then I want to go back to the currency of joy and dive in there a little bit. Can you just name off the nine? Yes, so so there's self, and then there is uh, sleep, nutrition, activity, and play. Is that all one? That's about self, and then it goes around around the internal world, which is sleep, nutrition, activity, and play. Okay. And it comes down to the external world. It goes around there, which is family, friends, work, meaning and purpose at work, spirituality, and then all natural world, which is all of their life on this planet. Mm-hmm. Those are the nine. Yeah. So we could say like nine areas of focus that when you focus on, or let, let me say it a different way. When you prioritize your attention to consistently move around these nine areas and really do that caretaking, that you're going to find a sense of thriving in your life. Right. Yeah. And that is, you know, the work, right, is prioritizing the work of, of uh, or prioritizing these nine pillars above all else. Yeah. Right. That is where the magic lives yeah that's so when people are are focused on strategies how do i accumulate more money right right? or how do i get a bigger house that may or may not meet needs um or it may meet some needs at the expense of others and what we find is that if you switch this currency to saying my focus is always on making life wonderful and if that and that's supported through these nine pillars and by tending to our feelings and needs, we don't even have to, you know, achieve anything, right? To me, this is a lifelong journey of of, keep, of balancing, yeah, right. And it's a daily or hourly or even minute by minute, if you're really skilled, right, where you're tending to what's going on inside of me, mm-hmm. and what pillar is out of balance in this moment or would benefit from some attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that last question. What what pillar would benefit from uh, some attention? And, you know, in, in the world of nonviolent communication and mindful, compassionate dialogue, we have a long list of universal needs. I think in my card deck, there's something like 102 different need cards. <laughs> can be a little overwhelming to just gaze through what needs attention, right? So I like just nine as nine places and then you can dive in deeper i want to ask you about mm, 
this this moving into shifting ah what i'm looking for is this sense of joy and i imagine that's a word that's describing a lot of mm, aspects of thriving but i just want to talk about that movement how how are you guys imagining a person starts to detach from the conditioning of status and money and all the things that capitalism trains us to seek and moves into just really checking out what's actually joyful here satisfying what's truly helping me thrive can you say anything about that transition yeah those that's where we bring in the different modalities that we use to support okay this process right so we we bring in western medicine eastern medicine nonviolent communication is a big part of it you know polyvagal theory trauma informed care somatic awareness pain reprocessing right? there's so many modalities and for example nonviolent communications at the foundation which provides a, a framework or skill set to be able to start connecting inside of myself mm-hmm. and looking in so instead of typically right feeling some type of discomfort and trying to get away from it or see who's to blame for it mm-hmm. right we 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 shift from being able to actually even just be present with that discomfort and that's a skill right there mm-hmm. but as we do that it's sort of self sustaining because mm-hmm. um the as you have you know have taught right that it's the trying to resist feelings that causes more suffering yeah. than learning how to be with them so that's where you can be sad and it can be and life can be awful or you can be sad and life can be wonderful and to me it's how well you can be with those feelings and let that natural that's where the the infinity is helpful it's a flow so if you can allow that flow and support that flow whether it's an unpleasant or pleasant feeling life is going to be more wonderful than if you're resisting it or trying to attain some you know material thing because you think once that happens then all will be good even if I'm miserable right now yeah yeah and and i just to add to that i think the that one of the keys is we're regularly checking out we're checking out our environment we're checking out our checking out as far as comparison we're comparing our lives to others you know we're you know the facebook facades or you know we're looking at all this external all these external validations yeah and the opportunity to make that transition is when we can check in yeah. and say what are my values what do i resonate with what is important to me yeah and come from that energy um and and i think that that really helps begin that shift mhm mhm it's yeah. a, and it's a real body experience that's what we also try to convey it's a body experience it's fluid and dynamic it's not static so there's a minute where i can say what life is not wonderful right now mm-hmm. and then i can check in and through the skills that we've cultivated i can say oh i see what's i i can i can notice what's going on here and mm-hmm. that checking in starts to shift me towards life is wonderful mm-hmm. and then i may choose to take action i may not 
but that to me that's what's fun about life is wonderful it's not like get all this stuff or ex- experience happiness all the time mm-hmm. it's that dynamic presence and ability to check inside and then using frameworks like nonviolent communication to be able to say okay how can i now if i want to take action or request action from someone else to continue meeting needs which is which to me is that that connection is at the foundation of everything whether it's self connection or connection or resourcing ourselves so we can connect more effectively to other people it really comes down to connection of course what if we um what if i present a case and you all could take the case through your book and show us how this person would be helped are you up for that yeah yes we are okay I see a little smile there. Is something come up for you there? I love that. You like it? Okay. That's yeah. that's a joy. <clears throat> okay, so this person is a woman with two children, young children, you know, before middle school age, and she has chronic difficulty sleeping and often feels overwhelmed and like she's alone managing everything um and has a very high standard about interacting with others in a way that's connecting and often sees herself falling short failing so has a fair amount of self-criticism mm. yeah and has a lot of ideals about perfect nutrition and perfect communication and the report is more this particular cycle of suffering that i just described and she's picking up your book and she's looking for help <laughs> what's going to happen there assuming she she really gets help from your book and she makes use of what you're offering yes yeah, so the book is we love the book cuz it basically is here's all the information and some tools to get you a get you familiar with the framework and then if you if you are sort of bought in or it's it's resonates yeah then it's a matter of applying it to your life and growing these new muscles and new habits and new neural pathways uh-huh. and that's where we would start out with her and mm-hmm. i would i would want to start with empathy and self connection right mm-hmm. we always start with the self Mm-hmm. really take time to empathize with with her pain and the it sounds like there's a tremendous amount of weight not only with responsibilities that are outside of her but from the the messages she's getting in her head around how she should show up mhm so there's weight coming from all directions yeah that we would love to just help hold so not only can we help hold the weight with her but also she doesn't have to be alone with that weight which i think immediately re- relieves some suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So then i would stop there and just check in with how all that was to hear. Yeah. So let me just say that back. So first, the first step is kind of reading your book and and someone asking themselves, does this make sense to me this system of approaching life and growing, transforming, healing? And if they say yes, then they might seek you guys out individually or is it more like a program where they enter with a cohort or how does it work from there 
Yeah, so we have both opportunities. Um, even in the book, uh, there are tools. I don't know if you want to talk about the brain and heart messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, you know, where, where you can kind of begin to travel your own journey, you know, in this state of how to give self-empathy. You know, so many people don't know how to do that. Okay. And, and it feels so empowering inside to be able to even learn that skill or know, oh, I can try this. Or there's an exercise and Matt can talk about that more, but it's a brain and heart message exercise that we do a lot with our daughters mm-hmm. um, just to help kind of separate um, those, you know, what our brain is telling us versus what our heart can mm-hmm. feel. Um, and then, so so there's a lot in the book and then beyond okay. that, if people are looking for additional support, then um, at our our virtual clinic, WeHeal.Health, um, we offer classes. So those are cohorts. Um, mm-hmm. We offer support groups for people who are kind of traveling a path and run into challenges and need to know, well, what do I do with this? You know, so they're not holding mm-hmm. that alone. And those are groups. And then we also offer individual sessions so there's a gamut of opportunities and entry points. And the individual sessions are with doctors that are trained in these modalities or support this consciousness and paradigm. Mm-hmm. There's uh, different ment- health mentors. We have nutrition and lifestyle mentors, uh, connection uh, mentors, and we have trauma recovery mentors. Oh, so there's okay. so then and so not only can you work with any, you can do programs that sort of mix and match those mentors plus or minus medical care that supports this modality or this paradigm. And then classes, whether it's communication, we have a fundamentals of spirituality class that I'm super excited about where we have a guest facilitator. Hmm. Um, and so we have all sorts. Of, and then we have, you know, I, for example, I run a, a monthly nutrition uh, and with Lisa, who is our nutrition mentor and chef. And there's mm-hmm. tons of fantastic recipes on the, on the website, but she does a cooking with you type of program. So I'll do some information, but then she sends out the list and then you can cook together over Zoom mm. or, uh, for the class, for example. Or you want to do, we have a fun, an, wow. an NVC fundamentals class, wow. right? And we do that every every month. It's uh, two hours a week, uh, four times, and then oh. repeats. So the support groups are more for, hey, I just want ongoing support weekly um, with other people that have similar intention. And that's where I think this, Mm. for example, a lot of people are doing things alone right now and they feel really Mm. isolated. Yeah. And it's really hard to raise a family with uh, two parents and children alone, let alone a single parent and children alone. So there's this real need for community that's not being met, which is going to be super important to address as soon as possible. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like uh, I got this image just now of someone saying, Matt, you have to dunk this basketball to be successful. And there's no way I can dunk the basketball. Yeah. Right? I, it doesn't, but if, but if I put a couple of people on my shoulders together, we could dunk the basketball. Problem. Yeah. Or you, know, you stand on their shoulders or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Then maybe I'll dunk. But right now it works. And then when I can't dunk, I'm, my voice is in my head saying, what's wrong with you? How can you not dunk? Yeah. And other people are saying, we, you know, 
I think we're dunking too. And it's like, are they, are they successful? What's wrong with me? You know? So it's just, it's just um, like you said, society is not set up to support a, a life is wonderful. Yeah. Paradigm. Yeah. It's inspiring to hear that so much comes up for me listening. One thing comes up is just that you're really trying to address the whole person and we live in a world of ultra specialists, right? Yes. Like I try to avoid entering the traditional medical system, but when I do, it's like people have all these titles and they only do this part of the body. And I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> anyway, there's that whole world and you're trying to bring a whole person in. And, and just for our listeners, you both have this background in medical training and Matt, is a NBC certified trainer. And also, I'm just going to say personally, I've known you guys for a lot of years now, seven or eight years, right? Yeah. And I've heard stories about your kids growing up in this consciousness that just blow me away with their capacity to relate to you in a heart-based language and say what's true for them and for you all to create systems that support them in doing that. And so is there some parenting stuff in there? Because I have a lot yeah. of admiration for your parenting. <laughs> yeah, we do we do talk about parenting and there's a lot of stories with our kids and the challenges and how we've uh, overcome them and sometimes how we were not able to and how we mourn, you know. And that's what, what you pointed out there is also our biggest challenge right now is what mm -hmm. we're doing is so different Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, we want to see the nutrition specialist. Right. That's we just want to talk to them. Right. Or we want to talk to the sleep specialist. Yeah. And the fact that we're trying to put this all together is is, is a bit foreign yeah. to people. Right. So that's that's mm -hmm. that's challenging. But at the same time, I don't see how you get to life as wonderful without putting this all together. And that's what we try to do right. is distill it down as simply as possible. But at the same time, there's some effort and bigness right to to yeah. bring in but you don't have to bite it off all on day one either yeah exactly i just noticed some grief coming up when i realized like we're so trained to think if i just do this one thing i'll feel better and don't talk to me about counseling when i need better nutrition or don't talk to me about nutrition when i have emotional problems like there's such a compartmentalization in our world and so even to show up and understand you're offering all this, that that itself might be a barrier, like, or create suspicion. How could you be offering something to me as a whole person? Because that doesn't happen typically, right? Right. Right. And also we've changed, right? There's a level of trust too. Once you're in it, it makes perfect sense. But like when we focus on life is wonderful, the nutrition falls into place the sleep falls into place, Absolutely. the parenting falls into place, right? Even diseases start to reverse because of all this other stuff that's happening, which we can we try to explain the mechanisms. But do you see how even addiction, yeah. right? When people we've had people dealing with addiction, when you start to focus on life is wonderful and what supports life is wonderful, it starts to address all that stuff that you've been sort of point targeting. Yeah. And it, so it actually makes it easier because like, oh, okay, if this is supporting life is wonderful that I don't have to worry about 70 things. Yeah. I can just worry about, put my focus on that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. It seems like two things are true. On the one hand, human beings are astoundingly complex. So there's not a simple fix. And you're offering something that's comprehensive, that's complex, that really requires someone to make a choice. I want to change my life towards joy without having to hit the bottom of suffering in order to be inspired about that. <laughs> yes. Right. There's an investment. I like your quote yes. about invest. There's, there's definitely an investment. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing is there's also like a synergistic effect because when we start caring for multiple facets of who we are, other, I, this is what I heard you say, other facets begin to fall into place, begin to heal. And we start, I don't know, I want to say there's a congruence, there's a flow in our being when we're caring for all parts of who we are. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, there is a congruence. And that that is that flow of that infinity where yeah. you naturally become more inclined to look at these other pillars um, because of how that resonates in you, because it's that internal drive, you know, versus like we talked about the external yeah. validation to yeah. seek those out. Yeah, because you notice it inside you. You cultivate this body awareness, this emotional awareness, and spiritual awareness. And, and the more you, yeah, go ahead. oh, and that fulfillment, like it begins yeah. to fill so, you. You know, we get so depleted by the way that we're choosing to live our lives now. For many of us, you know, um, and here it's like it's filling that back up. And then you want more. I, I want to be filled. I want to yeah. feel full and satisfied and joyful. Yeah. Yeah. And that comes through caring for a life. Yeah. 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 And so with my case consultation here, you've given her empathy and you see some relief in her face and she's a little lighter having that companionship. What next? What happens next? You want me to? So the so the next thing I would do is check in with her, and and sometimes what I do is I'll I'll say, hey, we want to really tune into what's alive in you, what you're feeling and eating, and even that will take some time to build the the vocabulary and the skill there. Mm -hmm. And then I'll also say, okay, what area of your internal world, out of you know, there's sleep, nutrition, activity, and play. What area, if you had to take a second right now, could use the attention most? Mm. So and you help I'll... them kind of go into mindfulness and you drop in each of these areas from your nine pillars and you help them find like, where does their attention want to go? Right. And and, we tr and we'll do an internal world and an external world. So we'll yeah. say, maybe they'll say, I am not sleeping well. I really, or they'll say, I want to lose weight, let's say. Yeah. Right. And then on the external world, they'll say, you know, I hate my job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So then we'll say, okay, so the work pillar and for them, nutrition is where they think they're going. But then when we also do, we do an intake and we'll look at their history and say, well, actually, I noticed that you're sleeping only four hours a night. Mm -hmm. And I know you want to go to nutrition first because you think that is the answer to the weight loss. And then mm -hmm. let's figure out what you know. What's the goal with the weight loss? What's the need behind that? So yeah. we dig a little deeper, and, and 
I'll share what my where I'd like to spend some energy and see if that resonates after I share why. But ultimately they're leading, right? So we're 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 accompanying them. But usually, right, we can get to a place where, hey, let's, you know, here's why I'm worried about the sleep. And then what's preventing the sleep is a mobilized nervous system. So then it's actually regulation in the self that we got to get to, right? And if we can yeah. regulate and get your body to feel safe, and then it can sleep better. And then all of a sudden, you're going to make different food choices because studies show that, for example, when you sleep six hours versus eight hours, you give people the same food choices, they'll eat hundreds of calories more if they only slept six hours. Wow. So we start to give them information a little bit. We help them understand where we're going. They accompany us, we accompany them. Mm -hmm. And then we might focus on regulating and self-connection. So you see how we sort of go on a little path around our pillars. Our, we yeah. call it the, the whole diagram is the essence of we heal. Uh -huh. And then we also spend a little time on the work and we and we help them identify their power and their agency and their choice hmm. and their meaning and purpose that's not met. And it becomes, you know, like it initially, like you said, Lachelle, like it seems like, oh my gosh, all these nine pillars, this seems overwhelming. It's so it's so many things to kind of keep track of. But what's beautiful about that is because they're so interdependent. When you start with one, you start seeing how those rays filter out into the other ones naturally. Yeah. So there isn't that much additional work. It comes naturally out of mm -hmm. tending to one, starts tending to these other ones as mm -hmm. well. Right. So someone who's now learning how to regulate their nervous system and connect to their feelings and needs, they're going to start sleeping better you know, they, maybe they need a little bit of guidance on nutrition, but that's really easy now to make a couple of changes. They don't necessarily have to change everything. There's some low hanging fruit, if you will. And then they can connect to, okay, when I go to work and I'm exhausted and I'm not nourishing my body with food that's promoting and my nervous system is mobilized, I'm dysregulated. Even if I was at the best job in the world, I would have a hard time enjoying it. Yeah. And I'm not connecting to my meaning and purpose and how I just want to contribute and connect. Yeah. So let's now, you know, do you see what I'm saying? How it's all connected and then yeah. we sort of work yeah. together through that. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm ready to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm really enjoying mm, what I'm hearing is like a power with the companionship guidance and following the person's own inner guidance as that develops in them, as they learn to listen more deeply. Right. It's really important to when they'll say, what should I do? And I say, well, let's check what feels right in your body. Yeah. 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 Right. And then, like, well, I don't know how that's where we can support them. Yeah. So it's not just telling them what to do. Mm -hmm. It's helping them build those skills and self-connection. Yeah. Beautiful. And that's where, to me, the most important thing we can do as healers, as doctors, mm -hmm. is to help a patient feel safe and cared for. And if we, and in fact, even in the, in the men, there were studies that showed that in the mental health world, people, the most successful practitioners was not dependent on the type of therapy. It was dependent on the, how well they were able to provide empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So to me, right. It's just, it's just, can we connect and can people start to feel safe and cared for? And then there, and then can we help them connect to their bodies? Because all of our lives, we were told how to be good kids, 
good kids, good students, and good workers. And how did we know? Because our parents, our teachers, and our bosses told us so. And much of that is in the, I don't care for yourself, care for others. So we've really disconnected from ourselves and what we're needing. And that, and that, and I'm thinking one of your recent articles, I love your little plug for your articles, your gems, Mm -hmm. but where you talked about disconnection from your feelings, whether it's inability to discern or subconscious or even, you know, conscious repression or suppression, right? Mm -hmm. That is going to lead to a lot of anxiety and depression in itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, you see how, if we just focused on, for example, like the conventional system does in a lot of cases, oh, they're depressed. Let's shoot the messenger and give you pills that have side effects and risk. And we're not saying we're against pills. We use pills, but we say, is that really going to fix? Right. Right. And that's our goal is to, and when, again, if our bench, if our marker is life is wonderful, well, Hey, when you're feeling depressed, that's a messenger of, Hey, there's these important needs that aren't being met Mm. and maybe some disconnection from yourself. So Mm. let's do that regardless of what you decide to do with medication. Yeah. So that we can, we can start incorporating that, which we know is going to add huge value. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just feeling really touched that you both are medical doctors and you're saying, let's, well, you're not saying this, but I'm hearing, let's have a revolution in what it means to be a medical doctor and to support healing in this world and moving away from this incredibly authoritative model. Sometimes the model when I go to seek medical help is so authoritative that I just freeze and I, it promotes me disconnecting from what I came for. Yeah. 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 It's 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 such a painful, cold and lonely place. I was in there with my daughter to see a doctor and I, I counted the number of times he looked at me. Yeah. Right, which was I was able to count on one hand. Yeah. Versus looking at the chart. Yeah. As he was talking to me. Yeah. And to me, I understand on one hand I've been in that system, mm-hmm. and doctors on a whole don't like it either. Right? Yeah. But it's of one is they're they not in a life giving system. Right, and they they feel it. They feel depressed. They feel yeah. run down. They feel unhappy. They're yeah. not going into it right. They don't. They're looking for other ways out of this profession. And it doesn't have to be that way. So I love what you said around yeah. a revolution, yeah. around yeah. bringing back the care and healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yay! Bringing back the care and healthcare. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. I like it. Yeah. Well, let's start to wrap up, and and just I want to invite you to check in. Is there something we didn't touch on that seems really important that you want people to? hear or connect with? Well, I want to have people hear and connect with how grateful we are to have you in our life. Yeah. How how instrumental you were in my transformation. And I, I'm not going to speak for Alona, but I, I'm pretty sure she's on the same page. <laughs> but just so your work and your as a mentor for me and guidance and support, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for you. I wouldn't be where I am today if mm. it wasn't for you. So I just want you to hear and take in how important you are to me. I'm getting tender just mm-hmm. thinking about it and connecting to that. And mm-hmm. a lot of these skills 
were supported and cultivated it with your support and guidance. Mm -hmm. And you continue to bring that into our lives in a variety of different ways. Your gems are just one, Mm. (laughs) one example that just Mm. constantly remind us of this Mm. consciousness and this, you know, and, and brings so much, such a richness and opportunity for us to experience that state of life is wonderful. I think it's, Mm. it contributes to that immensely. Yay. Yeah, I see the the network of people inspired to make life more wonderful connecting up like little lights in a web. I love that. Yeah. May it continue. May it grow. May it prosper. Thrive. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much. Yay. I hope many, many people will find you and find healing and growth and being held in community with you. Thank you. You can learn more about Mindful Compassionate Dialogue and find free resources, live offerings, and self-paced workshops online at www.wiseheartpdx. You can also connect with WiseHeart on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, or by emailing info at wiseheartpdx.org.